the people. We the people. We. Congress shall make no law. Second Amendment. No law. Second the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio. And now, your host, Tony Ashcraft. Hey, welcome to Bullet Points Second Amendment Talk and more. Coming to you live from the Associated Credit Union Studios of Texas here at Vinyl Draft Radio. Happy Second Amendment Tuesday to you. I'm your host, Tony Ashcraft. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We are live and worldwide here at Vinyl Draft in the studio with me today. Uh, two of my favorite folks from Triple T Holsters, Rob Thompson. Hello. And Jen Thompson. Hey there. So, uh, Triple T has been in here before. You guys heard me talk about them. And uh, I I own a Triple T holster. And, uh, you know, Triple T is a... Um, is a is a really great company, great company, great folks, and uh, good innovation over there. And they have a few new things on the horizon. So um, I thought it'd be good to have uh, Rob and Jen back in here and talk a little bit about uh, what they've got going on over there and uh, how it can benefit you. You know, concealed carry. I'm a big proponent of it uh, here on the show, and uh, want to get everybody involved. And uh, you know, a good good concealed carry metric starts with a good holster. And uh, so uh, Rob and Jen are going to share some insights with us, Triple T Holsters, how you can uh, how you can get with them and how you can get a Triple T Holster and why you should get a Triple T Holster. So um, we're going to we're going to get to them a little bit later in the show. I want to I want to remind you guys, if you're watching on uh, YouTube live, we appreciate that, Um, you know, and uh, the easiest way, you know, I have a lot of people ask me after the show, hey, you know, Tony, I wanted to watch a show or I missed it or I can't catch it because I'm at work or I want to listen to it when I'm working out or whatever. There's a real easy way for you to do that. Vinyl Draft Radio has its own app now and it's available uh, soon in the iOS, but right now uh, in iOS and uh, um, the Apple Store, uh, but right now it's available in the Google Google Store, Google Play. <laughs> Download it free. There's no crazy ads, no nothing going on in there. So Vinyl Draft, you can listen to us anytime. And also Vinyl Draft Country. If you guys didn't know, we launched a country station recently. And it's 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 good country. Hey, and by the way, it's not available on Apple yet because Apple fucking ridiculous. Okay? They take forever. They like to take their sweet time. Yeah. So I just wanted to it's not us. <laughs> no, it's not us. No, it's no. definitely not us. No, it was a Google Google got their stuff together pretty quickly and Apple, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you, you stand, elitist assholes. Really, you stand in line for a <laughs> you stand in line for a marginal cell phone. I mean, why not wait? You, you know, you wait you wait a couple of days for a, a new Apple phone to come out. Why not wait a couple of weeks yeah. for a good app to come out? Right, right. Yeah. So it is not us. It's them. But the uh, uh, no, the app is fantastic because it's it's laid out really good, really easy, and again, no crazy ads, no subscription, no signing up, no BS, no nothing. It's just right there, and you can flip back and forth between uh, Vinyl Draft Radio, which is what you're hearing us on, and Vinyl Draft Country, and also also the soft launch of, uh, of Vinyl Draft, the Texas station. So it's Texas music only. Now, we haven't done the official official kickoff, the big kickoff for that yet, but uh, the sort of soft launch is going on on the app. And let me tell you something. If you're a fan of, of Texas music, um, this is a this is a good place. I mean, it's a, it's a great station. It's, it's stuff that you won't hear. Um, you know, across many formats in commercial radio. And commercial radio is uh, is really crap these days. You know, it's just garbage. I mean, my kids listen to that stuff, and it makes me want to jump out of a moving car. I'll tell you, it's ridiculous. But and speaking of my kids, I want to, if you'll indulge me for just a second, um, a special shout out. My It's my son's birthday today. Carter Ashcraft is seven years old. So happy birthday, buddy. I love you. Dad's real proud of you. Keep working hard. So, uh, yep, Carter's seven. Yay. All right. So, uh, to the firing line we go. Let's talk about some gun stuff. Uh, let's talk Glock. And uh, you hear that with a little bit of a sigh. Glock. <sighs> Glock. Okay. So, Glock, you know, I'm, I am I don't love them. I don't hate them. Um, Glock definitely has earned their place in the market as a uh, – um, as sort of the, you know, they are not sort of the benchmark. They are the benchmark. They are the the level of reliability that manufacturers have been chasing for years. 
And uh, so they're they're always uh, they they set the bar uh, literally literally set the bar. And recently they've um, they've released a, a couple of new a uh, couple of new models out. Um, and I want to talk about three of them today. Uh, two of them, uh, pretty easy. The 17 MOS and the 19 MOS. So MOS is modular optic system. So you guys that are interested in putting an RMR, you know, on your gun. And traditionally, you know, Rob and I, you were talking, uh, you and I were talking in the in the green room a little bit. And, uh, you know, back in the day, if we think back, it's good to see uh, Glock respond in this way. Um the modular optic system thing has become a lot more prevalent in in the gun industry and um you know the 17 and the 19 are the most popular selling models of uh of really any firearm out there i mean you know arguably you could put the 43 in there somewhere but i mean statistically 17 and 19 are up there at the top every time so if we think back three or four years ago, uh, if you wanted an RMR, you know, if you wanted a, a rear mount optic on your pistol, you had to first find what pistol you wanted, then take it to a machine shop somewhere and get it cut. And you then had to go out and buy the optic or you could dip into like, you know, something from Zev, which is expensive, rid- ridiculous money. So, you know, by the time you got a Zev slide and you bought your optic, and you transferred all your stuff over to the Zev slide and mounted it onto your gun and you got into all this stuff. I mean, you were, you know, just dumb money, you know, 14, 15, 1600 bucks by the time it's all said and done. And then for that much money, that, that puts it out of reach for a lot of guys just because, I mean, at the end of the day, all you have is a pretty slide with the, with an optic on the rear of it. So it, it just made it, you know, a little bit just financially, it just wasn't feasible for some people. I mean, I wouldn't drop that much cash on one. Um, but now, you know, Glock has come out and sort of responded to the market. Uh, there's more and more demand over the years for these types of guns and, uh, you know, cuts from the factory. Uh, the FN 509 Tactical has a, a, a nice mounting system on it. I think they've, you know, 12, 13 different mounts you can put on there. Uh, it's great. Now, granted, that's a little bit more expensive, but you know the Glocks are still around the six hundred dollar range, the seventeen MOS and the nineteen MOS, and I think that is um, I gotta I gotta give Glock some uh, some props for doing that. Um, these also come with uh, yeah, uh, front serrations on the slide, which I think is uh, is really really good. Uh, anyway, uh, so Rob, you know you see more people coming in to Triple T asking you guys for. For holsters that are that are made for for guns with uh, with modular optic systems on. Oh yeah, all the time. It's um it's almost like something we're gonna actually, um, you know, kind of delve more into. We're gonna start stocking more holsters that are optic ready, um, because the Glocks, the MMP 2.0s, uh, the Canic, you know, the SFX that comes, you know, is, is probably the one of the most affordable um, out of the box systems where you can. You can get that RMR type system. Sure. Um, so we we actually have to cut the holsters a little differently, depending on the type of holster and the type of gun. So we're um, we're actually going to be launching um, something here soon that's going to be packaging where it actually says RMR or optics ready. Uh, we haven't finalized exactly what the packaging is going to look like, but that way the the customer is going to know, hey, this this is going to I'm going to be able to take this home. I'm going to be able to use it with my 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 MOS 17. And uh, and I'm not going to have to worry about you know the fit or bumping the optic, right? And I think that's a big concern for people is uh, you know once you get because like I said it's it's expensive it's expensive to do, and if you go out and and try to buy a holster that's not meant for you know an optics ready gun, nah, it's probably gonna 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 hurt your optic. You know it's gonna it's going to be a problem for you. It's not going to fit right. It's not going to carry right. It's not going to shoot right. And that's none of those things you want. And you're not going to use the holster like that because you spent that much money, even though, even as affordable as it is getting, it's still a chunk of change. So if you have a holster, that's not going to work for you. That, that holster is going to go in a drawer. Um, You're not going to, you know, dismount the optic just to, just to be able to carry, you know, yeah. The nice thing about, um, and, and, and I know I'm plugging my own holsters here a little bit, but the nice thing is, is that even with a gun that has an optic, that is still concealable. It's still very usable for an everyday carry. So um, we're, we're seeing more and more people, especially on the IWBs. Yeah, a lot more. 
Yeah, yeah, I think that's and that's important. And um, you know, that's what I like about you guys. You know, this is um, and for those of you listening out here, this is Triple T is a good example of a response to what the market demands. So as more and more of these things are out, there's more and more manufacturers making them. They're getting more affordable because, the again, the market demand is up there, and you're seeing them. You guys are seeing them. You guys are getting requests for them. So you're, you're, taking, you're taking what the customer's telling you. Hey, this is what yeah. we want. This is what we want. And, and you're, you're giving them something. You're giving them a solution. And I think that's great. I wish more manufacturers um, would do that. So I'm going to keep it the Glock thing here for just a second longer. Uh, Glock released in addition to the uh, the 17 and the 19 uh, MOS that we're talking about. You know, you guys are familiar with the 19X. I reviewed it uh, a couple of months ago, and uh, it turns out that I didn't like it. <laughs> and uh, uh, so now they've released the uh, the Glock 45, which is the dumbest name for a nine millimeter ever. Hey, I got a Glock 45. So you have the 21? No, the 45. It's a nine millimeter. That's the 17. No, it's not the 17. It's the 45. You mean the 19? No. Is it the 43? No. No, it's the 45. It's a 9mm. So I get it. Okay, so slow down. I know you Glock guys are out there. No, 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 no. It's because of the patent. It's because of the, the order that they got the patent. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's the <laughs> order that they got the patents in. That's why 17, 18, 19 are all 9mm grouped together. 26, 27, same frame. They're close together. 23 and 22, 30, 31. They're all close together because those are the orders that they got the patents in. So that's how Glock does it that's just how the sort of the way it fell but again doesn't make it not dumb it's dumb glock it's dumb so um that aside uh the 45 has uh been sort of generally referenced to as sort of a, a black 19x you know it's it's it, because they're very similar looking they're um uh, what did I call them? Probably the mullet. If they were if they were a haircut, they would be mullets because they're long at the bottom and short in the front. So it's a they they both have the basically they they're a, a seventeen uh, a Glock seventeen grip and and frame. Uh, they're longer larger on the bottom and then a nineteen slide, which is a which is a four inch barrel. So it gives you a little bit of a reduced sight radius. It gives you higher capacity. That's that's what they tell you. Um, although we all know that the 17 mags will fit in the 19. So if that's what you're after, you could simply do a plus two and, and be done with it. Mm-hmm. That aside, uh, Glock 19X, uh, when we compare it to the G45, uh, the 19X uh, only comes in tan. The 45 is in black, if that matters. 45 is available with or without night sights. 19X only comes with night sights. The 19X has that badass lanyard loop. Yeah. So nobody's using that. Um, it's got that. They both have ambi controls. Um, one of the real differences, I think, is um, is in the shape of the, um, the, the magwell, the grip, the bottom of the grip, the 19X versus the, the G45. G45 is, it has a flared magwell, which I like. Um, so that makes loading, unloading a little bit quicker, a little bit easier. But I still kind of scratch my head. And, and Rob, you, you had a little bit of an argument for me earlier about where a gun like the 19X and where a gun like the G45, where does that fall into in the marketplace? So we talked about the 17 and the 19. I mean, obviously, 17 has always been a big seller. 19 has always been a big seller, hugely popular. They're out there everywhere. People want RMRs, so they, they they give a 17, you make a 17 MOS for an RMR, 19 MOS for an RMR, front slide serrations, boom, done. Uh, that makes perfect sense to me. The 19X and the G45, I just, I don't get it. Well, I can't really talk too much about the, the, the G45. I haven't really had much experience or exposure to it. The uh, the 19X, you know, we, we kind of spoke a little bit before the show that, um, you know, why I thought that they probably went with a full size handle, even though they were going with a, a smaller, a smaller slide and barrel, mm-hmm. is because maybe you know uh, because when I was in the military, I mean, there's a lot of places I was at where I was in a cold climate. You got these big, nasty gloves. You know, they're not very, uh, they're not very um, agile, or at least you really don't have a lot of function with your hands. So you have to deal with weapons uh, with these gloved hands. So. Um, I was thinking maybe that's probably why they went with a longer, you know, handle, um, you know, for the 19X. But going back to the whole, the, the thing that, that as you carried, as you were deployed, things like that, um, with the Breda M9, it was never the barrel that was the issue. I don't really understand why they went with a shorter barrel. Maybe they just wanted to change it up some. It was probably something that the uh, 
the Pentagon came up with, you know, as a requirement. But uh, the 17 would have been fine the way it is. They they didn't have Agreed. to change any of that stuff. Agreed. So that's that's why I'm kind of like, yeah, that's weird. No, I, and I agree with you there 100%. That's kind of where I'm at on it. Um, we got to take a break here in just a second, but I want to finish up um, uh, this thought. You know, I think that um, – uh, you're right. The 17 would have been fine. Uh, the 17 would have been fine because you're getting you're getting the same grip. You're getting the same width. All, all of it is the same. There's there's very little. I mean, there's some little ergonomics that are different, but just just minute stuff. Um, so uh, it really uh, it really is a is a an absolute head scratcher to, to try to figure out what. Um, well, well, the only other thing I can think of is that look at Harley Davidson. They come out with the same bikes every year. Mm-hmm. Well, are you going to come out with a new Glock every year? No, it's it's going to be the same <laughs> thing. It's they look identical to the uninitiated. They couldn't tell you the difference between a Glock Gen Three or Glock Gen Four. You know, yeah. Just by looking at a picture of it from from you know twenty feet away, they they wouldn't know what it is. No, and that's that's true. And it it might be a I, I don't know. For me, if it's not broke, uh, don't fix it. All right, so we got to get out of here, and uh, and we're gonna get into a few commercials, but we'll be right back on the other side. Jim Thompson, Rob Thompson, Triple T Holsters, Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio. We'll be right back. This is Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. Good people of Texas, cast aside the everyday and come as thou art not to the Texas Renaissance Festival. Feast and frolic amongst nobility, barbarians, and magical creatures. Create your own fantasy with clothing, jewelry, and more from hundreds of -of one-of-a-kind shops. The Texas Renaissance Festival. Nine weekends of feasting and merriment starting September 29th. Get your tickets now at texrenfest.com. Huzzah! Chuck Sports Bar and Memorabilia in Leaf City is exactly what you picture a hometown bar to be. Watch the game with friends, great food, great drinks, and a friendly staff. Chuck's is also the home of Celebrity Bartender Nights, Open Mic Nights with Robert Del Toro, Karaoke Nights, and more. Chuck's is located at 601 East Main in Old League City, Tuesday through Thursday from 4 to 11 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 4 to 1 a.m. Call 832-632-1325 or find them on Facebook, Chuck's Sports Bar, League City. Bold, informative, and thankful for the Second Amendment. This is Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio. Hey, welcome back to Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio, Second Amendment Talk, and more. Coming to you live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas Studios here at Vinyl Draft Radio. Rob Thompson, Jim Thompson in the studio with us from Triple T Holsters. And uh, we were talking a little bit of Glock before the break. Uh, to Glock or not to Glock, that is the question. And I think that, um, man, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't mean to, to belabor this too much, but... Um, Glock, you did good on the 17 and the 19 MOS, the 19X and the, and the G45. It's kind of a whatever thing. And Rob, you said that, um, and I, I mean, I'll, and I'll close it up with with uh, with your statement. We were talking a little bit in the break. You know, what, what, if you're Glock, what do you do? You sort of feel the necessity to not just offer the same thing because it makes you appear stagnant. So you sort of have to come out with these things that are. A little bit different, a little bit new, you know, sort of like Apple. <laughs> so, it, it, but but it's not. But I don't feel like. I guess. I guess here's my thing. Seventeen and the nineteen. I, I truly believe that that is a direct response to the market, and that's a good thing. The nineteen X and the G forty five. What the hell? It it doesn't. It, for me, it has no place other than Glock fanboys are going to run out and get it. Mm-hmm. And and to me that that's all it is. And look, I fired the 19x. I haven't shot the G45. I've shot the 19x, and it's very uninspiring. I mean, it's no. It it shoots like a 17 to me. You know, it's a little bit different in that it's weighted different. But I mean, I'm not going. Yeah, damn, great idea, Glock. All right, so we're gonna leave the Glock alone. So uh, let's jump to another subject here. You know, on on bullet points, we we talk a lot about. Um, 
about safety. Education is uh, is a big deal for me. Education, I think if you're going to own a weapon, if you're going to have weapons in the house, uh, you are part of that responsibility in, in being trained yourself and understanding how to use your weapon, how to store your weapon, how to clean your weapon, um, you know, and staying in practice with your weapon, knowing the laws and being a responsible gun owner, uh, I think is um, – is is goes along with you, you, there's an education factor that goes along with that and um if you have kids in the house it is especially paramount um i also will add that even if you if you're not a gun owner if you're just listening or you know I, i've had a conversation with uh, with a colleague here this was a while back but um you know it, the the gist of the conversation was um you know i don't have guns in my house but I have children, and I don't want my children around people that have guns in their house because that can be a potentially dangerous situation, which I would agree. But as a parent, why would you not? If guns aren't for you, then guns aren't for you. If you don't want guns in your house, that's fine. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that everybody needs one. Um, you know, I mean, in a perfect world, it would be nice if we were all armed and everybody was smart and there were never any accidents. That's perfect, but that's not realistic. But I think that 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 the education portion of it, you're going to send your kids out into the world. And I've said it before. You're going to teach them about drugs. You're going to teach them about alcohol. You're going to teach them about sex. You're going to teach them responsible driving. You're going to talk to them about the people that you ought to hang out with and the people that you not ought to hang out with. You're going to teach them respect. You're going to teach them responsibility. You're going to teach them uh, boundaries of authority. You're going to teach all those things. Why would you leave guns out of that equation? Why would you not teach your children about guns? Because if you don't and you leave it up to somebody else, you let them find out on your own, on their own, that's terrible. Because we see examples of that with other things, with, with drinking. You know, if you don't counsel your kids on drinking and they start hanging out with a bunch of other drinking knuckleheads, then you've got, you know, an alcoholic 16-year-old at your house. I mean, it just, you know, it, it happens. Kids are kids. And as parents, we, we have to direct our children. So, um, you know, I say all that to say this. Recently, um, I believe it was uh, early last week here in the Houston area, there was, um, uh, there was an accidental shooting. And uh, the both the shooter and the victim were in their late teens. So, uh, you know, one would say, um, you know, those kids ought to know better. But whose responsibility is it to teach those those children? You know, it's a responsibility of the parents. Uh, where else will you learn? You know, um, so, Rob, you uh, you know, I know that I know where you're at on this deal, but uh just you what do you think i mean what can we do as parents what else can we put out there i mean where do you think that when you when you hear something like this on the news when you hear that a, a, an older i mean a 16 17 year old is still a child not an adult yeah. but we, again one would think that at that age common sense would tell you hey don't get out a gun and play with it but but yet you know, and, and I, I don't know. I, I'm right. not. I wasn't there at the house. I don't know what happened, but but still, things like we're, that you would think 100 percent avoidable. We we're thinking like okay, how like when I deal with you or I deal with most of my customers and things. You know, we're, we're coming from a background. Uh, we kind of share same you know sort of life experiences. We we don't really know much about the kids. We don't know what kind of household they were in. We don't know if it's a two parent home. We don't we don't know anything you know beyond that. All we know is that it's it's a tragic thing that happened sure um so we'll always go back to when i'm um, talking to my wife or friends or even my own kids it's like you know listen all i can do is i can take care of you you're my responsibility so anybody who's a gun owner it's your responsibility you want to make sure that the kids understand that a you know obviously guns are dangerous uh don't emulate stuff you see on tv or music videos and, and that sort of thing also especially when you're dealing with you know semi-automatic uh guns like a glock or anything else uh 1911s or whatnot a lot of children who have been in that situation you know when they when when you kind of hear about it they thought the gun was safe simply because they removed a magazine they don't understand the function of a semi-automatic handgun, so they don't realize there could be a bullet in the chamber. So they think that when they remove that, that that somehow that now the the gun is rendered harmless, and they're very shocked when when it goes off. They're just not not prepared for it. So that's that's one main thing. Also, um, 
taking the mystery out of guns, letting them let let the kids look at them, let them you know make sure obviously you're safe and everything's been cleared, and you show them how to clear a gun. Um, not that you want them handling the guns when you're not there or anything like that, but it takes some of the mystery away. If for some reason they're around them uh, at a friend's house, again you don't have control of that stuff, but at least they'll know and they'll understand. Hey, 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 don't don't pick that up. You don't know how to clear it apparently or whatever. Right, and I would agree with that. That um, you know, when you, when when kids are ignorant to the function of the firearm, and you know, maybe I don't know, some parents get weird about it. They they're like, oh, I don't want my kids around guns. They think if they just avoid their children getting around guns, that that that's gonna that's gonna make everything okay, and it does make everything okay until it until it doesn't, because you don't know. I mean. We were kids, you know. We were teenagers. I was a teenager. You were. It just, I mean, you know, you know how kids are. Kids are kids are kids. Kids are kids, and they're going to get into stuff that they they ought not get into. And and no matter how much we try to be diligent as parents, um, we can't. You know, unless you lock them up in a cage, um, you can't really. You can't really protect them. You can't control them. That's like uh, growing up, you had that one friend that their mom and dad didn't let them do anything, but then when they got out of the house on the weekends, they went completely wild, and they they were drinking, doing drugs. It's like you can't shelter them forever. You've got to teach them, and you've got to, like, answer their questions. You know, if your kid has a question about guns, explain it to them, you know? Yeah. Don't don't shelter them. No, absolutely. That's a good point, Jen. Um, And you have to – I think – I think go further than that. I think you actually have to have to uh, elicit that conversation. You know, ask them what they know. Ask them, find out where they're at. And it has to be an ongoing conversation. You know, I've said it a million times. Don't just sit them down and go, guns are bad, and then leave them alone. Cause it's not going to work. No. It's not going to work. you got to start early and, and stay with it. You have to, as they, they, they evolve in their education through the school system kindergarten first grade second grade third grade on and on and on it's a little bit harder each year Mm -hmm. so they take a little bit of what they learn they put it forward they pile it up they make a bigger pile education grows their experience grows their life experience grows so as parents we have to foster that growth in the way that we teach our kids what we teach our children and the boundaries and and the responsibilities that we set to our children and uh and again a big part of that is gun safety because i think these people that um that just sort of turn around and go, you know, okay, guns aren't my thing. I, you know, never, never going to happen to me. It's never going to happen to me. Um, and, and it does. And um, I mean, I don't know, you know, I wish there were, I wish there were a book that said, Hey, this is exactly how you need to teach your children about guns. But, um, but certainly, yeah. You know, if, if, if children are ignorant to, to the function of something, that's that's a good way for them to get hurt. That's a that's a very good point, Rob. Because you know, if, you, if your kid didn't know how to drive, you wouldn't toss him the car keys and go, "Here you go, good luck." Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you think about it, we we would never, you know, as parents, most parents would never encourage their kids to do drugs. They would say, "Hey, don't do drugs." Um, sometimes you got to explain to them, "Hey, listen, there's going to be you know, you're going to run into it. You're going to have friends who do it. There's always a certain point, and anybody who's had kids who've, who've got adult kids now know that there's a, a weird window of time where their friends and other people's opinions will matter more than their parents. So it's always important that again you take the time to explain it to them and you. You run through things, whether 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 it's guns or something else. You take the mystery out of it, and you kind of show them the consequences, or show them at least what can happen. Sure, absolutely. And and what do you think? I've I've always kind of wondered because I've I've never had this experience either as a as a child or as a parent because I was always around guns. My dad, um, I get my dad was a big hunter growing up, and you know, kind of a casual hunter as he got a little bit older, but. You know, we were always exposed to guns, and my dad, you know, taught us. I remember shooting my first lever-action rifle. I think I was probably 11 years old. You know, I had a Marlin lever-action 30-30, just beat the crap out of me when I pulled the trigger. But that was my kind of my first experience. And then, you know, I got into to handguns a little bit later. But I, I, I remember, you know, I remember my dad teaching me you know, how to carry the gun, where to carry the gun, how to check to see if the gun is unloaded, you know, as even down to removing the gun from the gun cabinet 
and putting it back in the way that you did it, the way that you handled it, the orientation of the weapon, you know, and, and I mean, rifles, shotguns, handguns, revolvers, all of it. We went over all of it. We didn't sit down and do it all in one day, but again, it was an ongoing thing. So I had his his experiences, kind of his wisdom, and that bled over to me. But that was sort of a, um, you know, kind of a natural inclination. We were already, you know, gun folks, so we just kind of we just kind of got into that. But I often wonder because again, it's not my experience, but. If you have a child, you're not a gun-owning household for whatever reason. Um, how does one go and, and how do you properly educate your children if you don't have something to demonstrate to those children, you know, what these things are? I mean, where do you, where do you start? That makes it tough. It does make it tough. Um, they've taken certain programs like uh, Eagle Eddie out of schools. There, there's no more um, – you know, school-sanctioned, you know, gun programs or anything, educational programs. So it makes it kind of tough. Um, all I can say is if you're if you're a parent you're just worried about it and you, you're not going to have a gun, go get an airsoft gun. Go get something that's pretty realistic and, and you can kind of just show them some stuff. But other than that, I mean, you're going to need a, an actual firearm to, uh, to show them. Yeah. You know, in thinking about this, um, as soon as I said it, um, I had uh, Matt Fleming from uh, Best Shot Range over in Friendswood. And he offers some programs free of charge at the range there if you want to teach your kids about gun safety and how to handle or how to shoot. Um, they, they do it at no charge there. You can come in and shoot, and they have a, a, an educational class. And, that's, and that's I think that's great. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. And that, um, I mean, that's, but I, I don't think that, uh, I don't think the folks realize that, that those types of things are out there. They don't take advantage of it. But certainly as a, as a parent, if, um, you're concerned with your your child's safety and well-being as we all should be as parents um that that should be forced into the parenthood curriculum right away um. <laughs> and now you know did i spoil the mood no nice no you didn't you didn't man adam smasher on his game hey. today Hey, for about two minutes when you were talking earlier, I had the More You Know logo over your head. <laughs> That's great. You guys watch the video. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. Hey, we got we to gotta take a break. We'll be right back. We're going we're gonna to talk more with Jen and Rob from Triple T Holsters. We're going to talk holsters on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Bullet Point, second member, talking more on Vinyl Draft Radio. We'll be right back. This is Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio. The light beer you've been waiting for has arrived. Corona Premier is a superior light lager brewed to be easy drinking with higher expectations. Corona Premier, enjoy the view. Drink responsibly. Corona Premier, imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. My lady, today I banish boredom. You're king of the Texas Renaissance Festival. Do whatever you like. Then I'd like to decree a different theme every weekend. With characters and costumes? Decreed. And what about frivolity for families during the day? And more frivolity in the campground at night? (laughs) Decreed. Decreed indeed. The Texas Renaissance Festival, nine themed weekends starting September 29th. Tickets at TexRenFest.com. Decreed. Hey, it's Adam Smasher, and ClearLakeToday.com is where I go to find restaurants, events, entertainment services, and more in the Clear Lake and Bay Area. If you're looking to find a certain business in the Clear Lake area, you need to check ClearLakeToday.com. Now, if you are a business in the Clear Lake and Bay Area, make sure your business info is on ClearLakeToday.com. To advertise your business, contact Doug Meisinger by emailing Doug at ClearLakeToday.com. I wasn't about to miss this. We're glad that you stuck around, too. This is Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio. And now, your host, Tony Ashcraft. Hey, welcome back to Bullet Point. Second Amendment talking more on Vinyl Draft Radio. I'm your host, Tony Ashcraft. Triple T Holsters in the studio with us, Jen and Rob Thompson. Um, so we were talking a little, bit about, um, a little bit about gun safety and the education of your children. You guys, man, y'all, y'all really take this to heart because uh, um, it, it just seems like there's, there's two, 
two completely different sides of the spectrum, two two way far ends. You know, there's there's people that that I've been around guns all my life. I got it. I got my kids down. You know, blah blah blah. And then there's the other people that no, nah, I hate guns. I'm not gonna be so. You know. But, hey, guns are out there. They're not going away. Um, if you don't do it, somebody else does. Be, be a parent and, uh, and, and take that responsibility. Take that on. Have that conversation with your children today. So, Triple T holsters. You know what? We haven't talked about holsters yet. Let's talk about holsters. Um, you know, Triple T been around for a good while, and I have a, a Triple T holster myself that I got. Uh, last time you guys were on here, I got two of them, as a matter of fact. I got one for... for um, uh, it's in my pants and it rhymes with rock. No perverts. It's a Glock. Calm down. Uh, I'm from my Glock 21, which is a you know you guys. Uh, yeah, Glock 21 is a is a gigantic gun. It's huge. It's massive and it doesn't. You know, typically I it, I would say that it doesn't make make a good carry gun because it's it's so giant. But but. Um, you know, Triple T has uh, the holsters that they make, the inside of the waistband holsters. It, they're just fantastic. I cannot stress enough uh, how good, how comfortable they are, and how well they fit. It, it, it's incredible. And, um, you know, I've, I've been doing the gun thing for, for a number of years. And I said last time these guys were on here that I've had the exposure um, to a lot of different holsters from a lot of different manufacturers in a lot of different configurations with a lot of different guns inside the waistband, outside the waistband, small of the back, you know, just whatever. There's a, there's a zillion of them out there. And there are some of them that are pretty good. But I got to say, the the more I wear my Triple T holster, the more I forget that I have it on. And, and again, we're talking about not talking about a Glock 43, we're talking about a Glock 21, a full big giant honking ass, big 45 ACP, big old, big old pistol. And it makes it very, very manageable, very manageable to carry. I can, when I sit down, uh, it doesn't hit the back of my chair. You know, you can adjust the cant on it, which is nice. I've got it, got it adjusted right where I want it. Now, I will say this. It's not the holster's fault, and it's not... Uh, uh, I guess we could we could blame it on your dad because he's not here. I guess. <laughs> no. yeah. Sure, why not? Yes. Great. Uh, no, no, no. It it uh, it the the thing that uh, and this would be true with any inside the waistband holster. It took me uh, it took me a couple of days, a couple of times of wearing it to figure out exactly where on my body I wanted it. Um, and I think that's going to be again true with any any holster. But once I got that spot, you know, I can look at the belt loops on my jeans and go, okay, I'm clipping it here and I'm clipping it there put that thing on and it's good. I get in and out of my truck with it. I don't even, I barely notice it. I barely notice it. And uh, I liked it so much. I got one for my, uh, for my father-in-law for his XD and he, XD 45, another big frame, giant honking ass gun that really is not a, a good concealed carry gun. But uh, he had it, he was at my house, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And uh, he, he said, Hey, he goes, I love that holster. He goes, I love that holster. And he said the same thing. It took me a couple of days to figure out exactly where I wanted to get it and exactly where I wanted to wear it. But but once I found that spot, it's all good. And he does um, – the company that he works for, they do um, heavy equipment. They do you know bulldozers and dump trucks and things like this. So he's a mechanic out there. So he's in and out of these big trucks. He's doing deliveries. He's going to fix you know things, uh, bulldozers and whatnot on site that break down. And so he's in and out of, of not just a, you know, not a, a comfortable car or a truck like, you know, most of us would drive, but out of a big, giant, uncomfortable vehicle. And he said, it's it's the best thing ever. He rants and raves about it. He absolutely loves it. So a testament to you guys and what you're doing. So I think everybody um, you should be familiar by now with the inside of the waistband holster, because that's kind of kind of y'all's claim to fame. The, the that, sort of big that deal. is that is our claim to fame. We we again, you know, uh, if you've heard the last the last time we were on, you know, we come from a medical background. My father spent 24 years at Shriners Hospital doing orthotics and prosthetics. So, you know, his his patients, his clients were, uh, you know, six year old kids that have these big metal clunky things from KFOs to RGOs, which are reciprocating gate orthosis and, and just crazy stuff. Right. And you got to make it comfortable where they can live in it and they can go to school or whatever. And so you know, the holster stuff is actually pretty easy by comparison. Um, so bringing that 
you know, to to the game, it really changed a few things. Um, uh, again, going back to the big guns, like you're talking about the Glock 21 and the XD. Um, one of the funny things that I've kind of noticed over the years is that when you get a young guy who's new to carrying, they always go get the Glock 17 or they go get the, the biggest freaking gun you can get. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to carry this concealed. And um, then they realize, hey, it's not easy. So they'll they'll go through a bunch of holsters. Um, it's a lot easier. It's a lot cheaper to buy a triple T holster than a whole nother gun, like a Glock 43 or something else. So you can, you can actually get away with that. We have guys who come in and they buy, uh, they buy holsters for FN five sevens. Okay. And, um, so if you can carry an FN five seven, you can carry just about anything. Um, but you know, like you said, just, just going back to the whole, where we, where we came in at is, is from that, that this really put us on the map that we've got new holsters, you know, that we've been developing over time. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. So, you know, inside the waistband, I mean, obviously that's the, like I said, that that's the big deal. But, um, what do you think? I know that we, you guys had a few outside the waistband holsters, but recently um, you've had a little bit more calm. This is another case of, of Triple T holsters responding to the market demand. So more and more people were asking for a, a sort of paddle style holster, and, uh, and you guys answered the call. So, so tell us about uh, what you did with the paddle holster. Okay. So, I mean, the paddle holster, the thing is, is that when we first started, we wanted to be a concealment type holster. That's, that's really and truly, that's all we thought we'd ever be. And um, while, you know, even our outside the waistband, our carnivores, which are not, um, we're not, we're not a paddle holster, but they are a, uh, an outside the waistband. We use a, a curved um, sort of system so that um, you can still carry on the outside and be reasonably concealed and be really comfortable. The paddles typically, the the things that have always kind of had us shying away from making paddle holsters is that they're not they're not that concealable, um, but just because the 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 way they're constructed, the way you have to have a paddle, you typically don't have that protection on the side where you get um, you know you can get a hammer or something like that digging into your your love handle. You don't you know people don't like that, but. Um, um, but because people come in and they want the paddles, they want the stuff. Um, they um, uh, again, you can go, you can go and get a Phobos, or you can get something that's dirt cheap, um, that's going to you know last maybe a little while and, and that sort of thing. But your 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 real, um, I guess, I'd say advantage of getting a Triple T holster is that you don't have to wait for it very long. Uh, you can come in the shop. We just had a guy come in with a forty-five caliber black powder revolver okay today that was today yeah. before i came here we made a paddle holster for him um and you made a paddle holster for a 45 caliber black powder revolver yeah i should have taken a picture of it <laughs> so wow yeah so um so again people can come to us with all kinds of stuff so it just it's just one more um sort of arrow in our quiver that that if you're needing something now, you you want to you want to walk out and you want to actually have put it on, um, rather than ordering something over you know over the internet and, and taking six weeks to get it. Yeah, and hoping it's what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, or you've got a light. You've got a uh, uh, I don't know a TLR seven on a on a Canic or on a Glock seventeen or whatever. You know you don't you don't necessarily have to send your gun off or send your light off or do some crazy stuff. You can come in town. You can come see us. We can usually do it the same day. Usually, why you wait? Yeah, that's outstanding. I know that. Uh, yeah, y'all did. Uh, y'all did both of mine while I hung out with yep. you over there, and uh, didn't. I, I got you on a, a not too too busy day, but uh, I'll tell you what. Um, uh, you know, I don't want to give away uh, any secrets at, at Triple T and, and and what they do behind the scenes over there, but. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. I was privileged enough to uh, um, to get back there in the back a little bit and uh, watch these guys work the magic. And um, I'm going to tell you, it is, uh, they're not just slapping materials together. I mean, each one of these that they do, um, when Rob says that they do it right there on the spot and they do it for your gun, for you, um, and, and I've seen in every instance in the, the times that I've been over there in the office and you've had other customers come in, you know, you guys go through the. You really, you guys really seem vested in the quality of what you're doing. I mean, you guys really have a lot of pride in in the product that you're putting out, and I've always been impressed by that. I mean, before I had you guys on the show the first time, 
um, you know, and having the conversation with you and, and being over there, uh, it was amazing. You know, I wish that uh, that more companies were like this. But um, well, you know, you hear a lot of people they always they they always um, use certain cliche kind of terms like passion or whatever. The the, the deal is is that. When you're making something, okay, if you feel like it's not the greatest thing out there, you're not going to be a good salesperson. You're not going to be into it. You're you're just going to go by the motions, and, and eventually you'll fail at what you're doing. So if you're like us, we really do feel like we have the best holsters on the market, um, and we – it's easy to be excited about it. It's easy to be passionate about it. People come in, they don't necessarily know what they want. You know, we go through, you know, things like, um, we'll ask, hey, do you wear a belt every day? Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't always do it. I wear gym pants or, you know, sweat uh, sweatpants or shorts or something like that. Um, then we'll ask, you know, uh, there'll be certain stuff that, you know, hey, for ladies, uh, a lot of times ladies don't wear a belt, you know. Yeah. And so you need... You need to ask some questions. Um, sometimes, you know, someone can come in and they don't necessarily have to be some seasoned veteran who's been, you know, wearing holsters their whole life and sure. they know exactly what they want. They're not going to get that from some some big box stores yeah. or something like that. They can come in and we can answer questions. Yeah, very true. Rob, we're going to take a break. Um, we'll be back here in just a few minutes with more bullet points on Vinyl Jeff Radio. This is Bullet Points. On Vinyl Draft Radio. Keith here from Papa John's. And the king of the Texas Renaissance Festival. And if you want to go to the festival, all you got to do is go buy any Papa John's pizza. Buy an adult ticket and you'll get a kid's ticket for free. You can even get it online. We'll see you at the festival. Papa John's Houston. Huzzah! Coastal Shade Company is the Houston and Gulf Coast leader in outdoor shade coverings. From palapas to pergolas, pavilions, and more. Looking for an outdoor kitchen or fireplace? Contact us today at 832-917-7672 or visit us online at CoastalShadeCo.com. We the people have a right to superior cocktails and Preamble Lounge and Craft House would like to welcome you to a new cocktail revolution. Our Speakeasy-inspired lounge offers signature craft cocktails in an intimate setting. With a wide selection of high-end spirits, infusions, barrel-aged beverages and cocktails, there is something for every budget. Preamble is located at 20801 Gulf Freeway in Webster and open Monday through Saturday from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Preamble Lounge and Craft House, a new cocktail revolution. Bold, informative, and thankful for the Second Amendment. This is Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio. Hey, welcome back. Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio. Second Amendment talking more coming to you live and worldwide. Uh, Jen Thompson and Rob Thompson here from Triple T Holsters live in the studio with us, and uh, we were talking uh, talking a little bit about you know paddle holsters, and 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 they've they've kind of come up with a, a paddle holster solution as a as a response to uh, to their customer base, which again uh, I I love to see that. I think that's how you stay relevant in the marketplace. You know, you guys have got a lot of a lot of good things working over there. I mean, you really really believe in what you're doing and you really believe in the quality that you're putting out for the customer and uh uh, and that's great and that is you know again we we see if you're on social media and who isn't these days but you know you see ads popping up for all kinds of stuff i mean there's uh there's one company out there that i see their holsters pop up all the time just boom boom Boom, boom. And actually, I've had the opportunity to try one of their holsters out, and it was okay. It wasn't horrible, but I tell you what, um, I have it, and it's been, <laughs> it's been, it's it's on my desk right now under some stuff. It's in my office at, at my house, and that's where it's at, and that's where it's been for a while because it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. But I tell you, I don't mind, you know. Taking the taking the big end, then the other holster that I had, you know, we talked about the Glock twenty one being a large frame forty five, um, and my father in law's XD forty five, and then um, the other one that I got from you guys was for my Sig P two twenty, also a forty five, big giant gun, and you know, that's it's just so nice to be able to carry carry that. I never never thought in a million years that I would be carry able to carry a gun that large and keep it concealed the way that it is, have access to it the way I do. And such a small footprint, so fantastic, fantastic. So, Jen, um, you know, people come over to Triple T. They come in. You know, they 
if you have women that come in, I mean, you guys get a lot of, you know, more and more women are, are, are choosing to, yeah. or pursuing a concealed carry license, yeah. which which I really, really like. Which is great. Yeah. No, it, it is fantastic. And I think that, and I've said as much here, is that, um, you know, women, whether it's a it's a woman that's single or she has a boyfriend or husband or whatever, you know, if a woman says, tells her husband or a boyfriend, I'm going to get my concealed carry. Well, this is what you need to get. You're going to have to go get you one of these and yes. get you get you that deal and you're going to carry a double over the bra holster with the, you know, they start, it starts going in and the, and the, and the wife of the girlfriend's going like, Oh God. We've, <laughs> yeah. we've seen a couple of those in the, in the shop a couple of times, <laughs> but no, it's, it's important that they come by, try things on just like even when you're shopping for a gun, don't just do it. Cause he said so, you know, cause you may get it and you not like it. You know, yeah. we tell women come by, you know, I'm always there usually most of the time. Um, try things on, see what works for them, because there's so many different options out there other than just keeping it in your purse. You know, and Robert actually makes some um, holsters that do um, go in the purse too. So, but it's come by, try things on, no obligation. And even men, we get a lot of people that are new to caring, or we have those older people that are like, I want a paddle holster, that's all I want. So Robert started making those, you know. But it's important, come by, try things on, see what works, because you can't walk in any other store and get that same experience anywhere else. You know, we, we talked about Apple earlier, about, you know, just being slow and stuff. But one thing that uh, Steve Jobs kind of figured out is that sometimes people don't know what they want until you, you hand it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, our IWB holsters, um, at the same time, which I think are our best holsters overall, I think that's really what's put us on the map. It's also the hardest holster for us to sell because especially um, when we talk about you know older guys who may have had an Uncle Mike's, they may have had something that is uh, like a cheap you know inside and they like to eat them alive and, and they just hated it. Um, usually if you come in, what's great is that you can actually try things. It's not, again, going back to, hey, ordering something online or going to some stores, you may not feel comfortable you know, trying to open up your pants and put something in there, you know, in the middle of uh, the aisle. Um, so it's nice because we actually, we have a fitting room. They they can come in, put something on. We, we have them sit down in chairs. We make sure they're comfortable to, to show them that, hey, you can go to the movies. You can ride around in your car all day. You can do whatever. You can go to dinner um, and it's not going to bother you. And um, same thing, panel holsters, you know, we, we we're talking about panel holsters today, um, but we've got a lot of different, you know, variations and stuff. And so people may think, no, there's no way I can carry this, or they, they have an idea in their mind they want to carry appendix. But it's but they not weigh, the most logical way to carry. Like, we yeah. get a lot of people that want appendix carry, mm-hmm. but they don't have Urkel pants on. So when they sit down, it's not the most comfortable thing to wear. And they're like 300 down. pounds, and they think yeah. they're going to carry a 1911 appendix. And they're like, oh, so, well, you know, they've never tried it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just true. You never know what you can't do until you've until you failed at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Well, that's that's good because that you know that stops you. I mean, you got to think about it. There, there are. I mean, I think you know you guys. You guys, the other thing is is the value in what you're doing. I mean, your your holsters aren't crazy expensive. They're really not. I mean, you guys have them priced. In my, my opinion, I think it's a it's a great value. I think I think if even if your holsters were a little bit more then I would be happy with that number. I mean, I absolutely would be because I think the value is there. And I guess if you've if you've never had a holster, if you've never had an experience with a holster that just fits right, carries right, feels right, that you can – because it's more than just if, – if a holster fits you well and it's comfortable – but it's kind of, your gun is kind of clunky coming out of there, or it's difficult to pull when you're sitting down, mm-hmm. or you have to wear a certain pair of pants, or you always have to wear a belt, or it, it has to be here, or it has to be there. You're making all these concessions in order to carry, and on the day that those concessions don't fall into place, you're less likely to carry because yeah, it's uncomfortable. They won't carry it. Right, or it's inconvenient, and that defeats the purpose of having a concealed carry. You want a holster that works day in and day out in most every condition. It's not, not a perfect world, not 100% of situations 100% of the time, but you know, if you can get it most of the time, you know, I think you're winning. We actually have a, a holster we call a grab-and-go. And the grab-and-go is neat because it's easy to put on when you're already dressed, um, and it's easy to get off. So if you're going in and out of buildings, you can't take a gun in. Uh, it's nice because you can take the gun and holster out as one unit, put it, lock it up in the car, um, or you can get it on. Or, you know, the wife says, hey, I need you to go get, um, I don't know, eggs and milk and you know, in the in the third ward, I don't know, but but you can <laughs> you can slap that bad boy on and you're out the door, and it's really easy. So that's a really popular holster too that we we've, we've done because 
people say, "Hey, I love your IWBs, but man, I, I've you know it's it's kind of hard to get it on and off, you know." And um, so, I always tell people, "Listen, if you uh, this is another thing too, is that when we come in, um, or when you come in, we ask you questions like, "Do you are you a hardcore everyday carry? Do you carry every day, all day?" And if the answer is no. Then we'll show them the grab and go because if they're the occasional carrier, they they you know they spend most of the time at the home or they're in an office where they can't carry. Um, the grab and go is a great a great option, and it's and it's got some of the same um, technology and features that our you know our IWBs have. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, that's again another option, um, and you got to um, you got to make those things available where. You know, the the grab and go I think works well for a lot of people because I know that that for myself um, I mean I don't I don't get out too many random places so you sort of know like the buildings that you go to are they thirty out six or thirty out seven right. you know where you can carry where you can't carry and you you might have to have to detach that thing so most of the places I know ahead of time where I'm going to go and uh, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna carry or not but for somebody that you know maybe somebody that's in sales or you know that that works for themselves that's out and you never know from day to day exactly what scenario you're going to fall into so you're 100 percent right you might run into a situation where oh i've got to go into this building to to pick something up or to visit a client or to make a service call or a sales call or whatever and you can't take your weapon in there with you so you know what are you gonna do you're gonna struggle trying to pull it out or you're gonna take your little flappy paddle holster and you know chunk it in? you know it's it, it's crazy but right. uh but you guys have a solution for that, and I think that, and that is another one of those things that lends itself to to everyday carry, because again, if you're going to go through the trouble of getting your license to carry, you're going to take the class, you're going to pay the money, you're going to keep in practice, you're going to buy the gun, you're going to buy the ammo, carry the damn gun, exactly. carry the damn gun, and and the best way to do that is have a have a holster yeah. that that lets you do that, and Triple T can definitely do that for you. Yes, sir. So if uh, we only got a few minutes left, so I want to make sure that people know how to get a hold of you. So, so if they, I'm sure they can find you on social media. They can um, imagine that, right? So everybody likes to say, you know, when we say everybody, um, companies and different groups they always like to say, "Hey, come, come, like our page, like our page." Well, if you come to Triple T Holsters, you're going to see a lot of examples of holsters we've made. You can see a lot more pictures, a lot more content. Um, you know, you'll, you'll, you can also message, message us directly. Sometimes it's a little faster than email because we all have, you know, the, the ability to interact with it on our phones, no matter where we are at. Um, so definitely check us out. It's, it's triple T holsters. You got to spell out the word triple and then the letter T and then holsters is plural. So it's triple T holsters. Um, you can also check out our, our website, uh, triple T holsters.com. Uh, there you can, you can see some, um, uh, some videos you can also you know purchase holsters there um, but again I don't want anybody to think that you know you can't come by and see us if you go to our website or our uh, social media it's got our address right there uh, as well as our contact information phone numbers everything else um, and you can you can swing by and come see us you can order online if you live you know the Houston area um, just you know and we, we ship all over the place so we just um, it's amazing how many people we send holsters to in Illinois. I would never have guessed we'd send so many holsters yeah, to Illinois. I actually have a listener in uh, in Las Vegas, in Nevada, that mm-hmm. contacted me after you guys were on the show and said, I have one of their holsters, and he yeah. loved it. And I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah, it's crazy. These guys are everywhere. Yeah. And so we do have our distributors, too, locally. Oh, yeah. So well, you can't and, forget and, them. And, and, and that's a, man, I'm so, I mean, I'm, I'm a ding-dong. Um, <laughs> Jen would probably agree with that. But, no, we have uh, – and, and, I, and I don't want to be unfair to any stores I forget, but if you live all the way up in Conroe, uh, Saddle River Range, they carry our holsters. Um, Texas Shooter Supply, it's more like spring area. They carry our holsters. Katie Gun Gear out on Mason Road and, uh, and Katie, they carry our holsters. Um uh, in Baytown, Baytown Eagle. Baytown Eagle, off of Alexandria and uh, near uh, 146, they carry our holsters. Uh, Arms Room in League City, they carry our holsters. Locked and loaded in Seabrook. Um, let's Phantom see. Phantom Tactical. F- well, Phantom Tactical. Um, then there's uh, but but Black Rifle um, Company. Oh no, no, not Black Rifle. Battle, Battle Rifle. Battle Rifle. Uh, too many, too many different rifle companies. <laughs> but Battle Rifle has been a huge supporter of ours and an early adopter of ours. Um, down in uh let's see what they're just right around the corner yeah, yeah they're right around the corner. chris right was on the show the not too long ago yeah. exactly and um 
And there's probably a whole bunch more that I'm forgetting, and I, I feel Apologize. bad about it. <laughs> well, so look, bottom line is, if you want a Triple T holster, you can contact these guys via their website or via Facebook, or go to your local gun store or gun range and ask for a Triple T holster by name. And if they don't have it, tell them you want it. Get it. And uh, you can always call Rob. You can always call Jen at the shop over there. What's the shop phone number? Shop phone number is going to be 832-864-2389. There you go. That's going to wrap it up for Bullet Points on Vinyl Draft Radio. You guys be armed, be smart, and be safe. Big thanks to Jen and Rob of Triple T Holsters. Check them out when you get the chance. We'll see you next Tuesday, 3 p.m. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Not be infringed. Bullet points on Vinyl Draft Radio.